Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. Get out your popcorn and blankies and go sit around the campfire because today we are sharing ghost stories. I scrolled through Reddit finding the most chilling ghost stories to scare the hell out of Jackie and all of you listening. Stick around to hear if you dare. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. Jackie and I are here today to tell you guys, of course, a spooky story because we are kicking off spooky season, baby. (laughs) It's about to be September. By the time you listen to this, it'll be September. And that means it's time to start spooky season. And so today we're playing a little spooky ambiance in the background to get everybody in the mood for Halloween. There's nothing like listening to a spooky story in the dark with the ambiance going, freaking yourself out, and then afterwards you have to do something to purify yourself, of course, but... Oh my god, I know. I love... I literally remember being in high school and sitting in the car and turning on scary music and reading scary stories online with my friends. Yes! Oh my gosh, such a memory. Such a time. So today, Jackie and I decided that we just wanted to do something really fun, something that we love to do in our spare time, besides listen to spooky witch ambiance music, (laughs) is read scary stories off Reddit. Yeah, I do this... Oh my god, when I was in... When Jackie's pastime is literally... <laughs> literally, when she, I was in school, I would spend hours on Reddit. Like, I, I would pay attention in class, but I would spend so much time reading stuff on Reddit. It was, like, not even funny. Tell me why Jackie's stress reliever was scaring the shit out of herself on Reddit. Oh my god, all the time. <laughs> like, you would be so stressed out with school, but then be scrolling down the philosophobia. That was my thread. go-to every single time. That was my go-to <laughs> one. I would check it every single day and just be like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I'd be in class, too, just, like, scrolling. Like, people behind me were like, what is she looking at? Remember that time he told me he typed in what, like, gigantic <laughs> spiders in the next day. Some Yeah, I typed in gigantic spiders and was looking at pictures of them in class. And then the next day, some kid was like, are you going to look at pictures of spiders again? And I was like, um, no, sorry, um, I'll stop. <laughs> none of your fucking business. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll stop. And he's like, no, no, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, now I feel bad. Okay, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> Jackie and I have picked some great Reddit stories. I'm going to be telling Jackie the best paranormal stories I could find on a couple different Reddit threads, subs. I don't even some know. Some of mine that are my tried and true. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And I did ask everyone for permission. Everyone was really nice. Some people commented back super fast and where everyone was... A lot of people were like, yeah, send me the link and stuff. Everyone was very sweet. Thanks, Reddit people. Shout out to you guys for the stories. Reddit can be vicious as hell, too. Yeah, sometimes. So this first story, I'm going to try and read them in the order of them escalating. And honestly, some are really long. So I'm going to leave those ones for the end. And let's start with, like, the shorter ones. So this one is called Snoring by... Macaron Unlucky 5732. (laughs) Okay, so this is a true event that happened to me when I was a kid. I was about nine years old at the time. So I was home alone one night. My mom took my older sister to dance, and she liked to stay there and chat with the other moms. No big deal. My mom was honestly a seven-minute drive away from me, and my great-uncle is my neighbor. I've been home alone plenty of times as a kid, but this night was different. Okay, off to the story. I was sitting in the kitchen area doing vocabulary homework and studying because I had a test the next day. All of a sudden, I heard high heel footsteps upstairs above the living room. My mom's room is above and all the bedrooms have wooden floors and walls are thin. At first, I thought my mom came back and I was confused because I didn't hear her come back. I quietly walked across the house to get to the stairs 
And I crawled my way up slowly because there could have been a chance that that wasn't my mom. That's so scary already. Once I got to the top, I slowly peeked my head only to find silence and darkness within all the rooms upstairs. I was fucking alone. Oh no, no. My eyes widened, the hairs on my back raised, and I immediately zoomed down the stairs as fast as I could. I ran to the kitchen and grabbed the house phone and dialed my mom's cell. The moment she answered, I immediately started crying, telling her the whole story. My mom told me to ignore it. That was probably mice in the walls. To give a little backstory, my mom is like those typical parents in horror movies that think the child has a wild imagination (laughs) or chooses to ignore it to not creep their child out even more and tell them that they're experiencing and tell them that what they're experiencing is nothing. (laughs) The footsteps happened again and I remember trying really hard to pay attention to it because I wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy and overthinking it. The footsteps were so familiar, sounded just like my mom's footsteps. Walking across the room and taking sudden pauses and walking again and again. Sounded like someone was in a rush to get ready. Just like how my mom sounds when she would get ready to go out. I was terrified, but I had no other choice but to listen. That wasn't even the worst part, lol. Oh no, I would, I probably would leave, I feel like I'd be so scared. I was sitting on the couch studying when all of a sudden I hear my dog on the other side of the wall making a snoring slash choking noise. To give a little context, behind the TV wall is the formal living room and the ceiling is very high there so that area of the home echoes. When I heard my dog making the snoring noise, I didn't think much of it, but to call out to him, I yelled, Benji, Benji. (laughs) (laughs) I found it kind of strange because he didn't come to me, but as soon as I turned my head to look outside, I saw my dog staring at me, faintly crying to come back in. That noise on the other side of the wall was not my dog. Something snored and echoed through my entire home. Oh my god, I'm so scared. When I tell you my soul dropped, it dropped. (laughs) At this point, I did what any sane logical person slash child would do. I put on Spongebob on max volume. Oh, no. And that's the end of the story. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so know. scary. I know. It's so strange, the sound, the way it sounded exactly like her mom. And then the dog. Like, it's not just walking. It's... She was funny. It's a girl who wrote the story. I think so. Well, whoever they were, they were funny. I know. But I really feel funny. so bad that that happened to them, because that is... Ugh. If it was my dog, I would literally lose my mind. I would be so scared. I know. It was... Ugh. I couldn't even imagine. I'm scared. Okay, this next story is called Chris, There's Something There by Cool for Lisa. On my mother's side, we've always been sensitive towards the unseen. My first experience with something paranormal when was when I was five. I still remember this clear as day. I was supposed to sleep in my big brother's room this night. He promised I'd get to watch movies and sleep in his bed sofa. You had to pass the living room, then turn right to a corridor full of mirrors, and then to the right again, where me and my second brother's rooms are. But if you kept walking straight from the living room, you got to a small straight corridor, which was the entrance to the apartment. I left his room in the middle of the living room. I froze. I legit saw this two-meter-high white figure with ass-black eyes floating above the floor. Ew! It wasn't human. The look of this was no legs. It was like a white, transparent fog as legs. It had arms, white, transparent, and an elephant nose. Then black eyes. Ew. That is one of the scariest things I've ever heard. I stared at it for surely three seconds, said nope, and turned around went back into my brother's room. Me. Chris. There's something in front of the entrance door. Chris. Stop being lame. You're hallucinating. Me. Okay. (laughs) Walks back to the living room. That thing is still there, but was half a meter closer than before. I turned around again. Me. Chris. Seriously, something is there. It's still there. It's white and it's floating. Chris, just go and get the blanket. There's nothing there. 
This time, looking back, he actually seemed a bit scared. I go back to the living room, look, turn around, and go back to Chris. Chris. Okay, let's go together. We walk together, and to the surprise, it's gone. But when we entered the corridor, he stopped for a while and walked faster on the way back to his room. I think he saw it inside the room next to mine and my brother's room. Ew! I remember I felt a chill walking in the corridor. You know the feeling when someone breathes in your neck and the shivers rise. I feel that right now. (laughs) Once I dreamt about a bat walking closer to my legs and I felt this scratch like as if someone was scratching my leg in my sleep very slowly. I woke up straight away. No one was in my room except my sleeping brother. I was seven at this time. I ran to the toilet, checked my legs, and I had transparent scratch marks. I I think they meant a different word there, but... (laughs) We moved when I was nine. Fifteen years later, when I was 20, I asked Chris, Hey, did you ever experience something weird in that apartment? Chris, Yeah, I think the most creepy was this dream I had. I dreamt about a white figure with black eyes. Sort of looked like an elephant. It came close to me and tickled me. I woke up straight away, but it felt so real. Me. You remember that time I came into your room saying something was in front of the door? Chris. Yeah, actually, I do. Me. I painted a picture. Chris. No fucking (laughs) way. No way. It was real? Apparently, he dreamt of what I saw in front of the door. I never told him how it actually looked. I've been through a lot of other things in the villa. The villa thing was also a bit forward. No idea if it was the same, but the aura didn't feel like it. My mom used to dream that something was going to take me or my sister away. When I was under age 10, I used to be able to see 3 to 10 seconds into the future of quick events that would occur. Like, usually boring stuff, as the bird will shit in 10 seconds, or my brother will accidentally spill toothpaste on his hand, etc. And then it ends like that. What? That's insane. I wonder if he's like a medium. This person, I don't know, he or she. I wonder if they are a medium or something, or like sensitive to spirits, but... It's a she, because the writer was Lisa, but, yeah. The elephant thing? No. It no. is so, like, and just having black eyes. Imagine, and the, the creepiest thing is, of course, it's at night when you're just going to the bathroom or doing something like that, and you turn that's around the, the corner, and it's just there. <sighs> that's, like, what everyone fears when you go to the bathroom at night. <sighs> I didn't want to think about it. Me either. Next one. <laughs> oh, great. Since we're talking about night and sleeping, this one is called How I Met the Demon Who Watched Me Sleep. No! By Pendant underscore Fawn. And this is a longer one. When I was a kid, about six or seven years old, I experienced some kind of entity while with my best friend. Based on what I know now as an adult, I'm pretty sure it was a demon. My first experience at My first experience with it was when I went to my friend's house for a play date. When I got to her house, I went to her bedroom to look for her. The light in the room was off, but the one in the closet was on, so I looked there, and that's where she was. She was sitting on the ground talking as though she was playing pretend. I asked her what she was playing, to which she responded that she wasn't playing at all, but rather talking to another person in the closet. Oh... I remember she had a Barbie poster in her closet, so I asked if that's who she was pretending to talk to. I'm a Barbie ghost. (laughs) She kind of got annoyed and said no again, then got up, walked out of the closet, turned around, and asked me why I was in there. It was like she didn't know any of what just happened. This was strange behavior for her, because she was usually extremely sweet and more thoughtful and caring than the average kid our age. She wasn't one to lie or to try and hurt others' feelings. The next time we encountered something was when we were in her playroom. There was a bunk bed in there, and we would have a fort by hanging a blanket around the bottom bunk. We'd also turn the lights off to create atmosphere for our game of dolls or whatever we were playing. (laughs) Aww, that's so cute. I know. The door of the room was closed, not locked. We were sitting there playing, and I happened to look up and see the shadow of a person move between the crack of the hung blanket behind my friend. I thought her mom had come into the room to talk to us. 
I told my friend and she got this scared look on her face and asked me to turn on the light. I got up to turn it on and noticed her mom wasn't in the room like I thought. My kid brain didn't think ghosts, but I also didn't think anything of it at all. I flicked on the light as my friend watched from our fort. As soon as I did, the doorknob next to me started turning back and forth, completely one way and then the other. And it wasn't turning quickly and loudly, like someone was playing with it. Oh, sorry. And it was turning quickly and loudly, like someone was playing with it. They wanted to push it open. This is terrifying. I know. It's so I'm so scared. And imagine being kids. Like, that's the scariest thing. These are little kids. If they wanted to push it open, they could. The door was unlocked after all. I remember waiting there for a minute, watching it in confusion and wondering if maybe her mom wanted to do this instead of knocking on the door for permission to come in. So no. I, just so cute and like child. <laughs> so sweet. So I grabbed the knob while it was still going and pulled it open. Of course, I'm sure you can gather that no one was on the other side. <laughs> I went to the hall closet nearby to see if someone had hidden in there. Maybe one of my friend's siblings. My friend ran out of the room while I did that and down the L-shaped hallway to her mom. I went after her and listened to her explain to her mom what happened And I added that it was true, and she wasn't pretending. Her mom chalked it up to us being kids and making it up. We also checked, and neither of her siblings were home that day. That was the last experience I vividly remember, but not the end of my story. Mm. A couple of years after it happened, my family moved away, and I lost touch with my friend. We never talked about the incident, half because she didn't want to, and half because other things took precedent in my kid brain, I guess. Fast forward about 17-ish years later, my friends and I are adults now, and she moves out to the town I live in. We agree to meet and catch up. I am pretty forward, so I didn't wait long to ask her about the things that happened. Throughout the years, I realized more and more how wild the experience was and told friends and family about it. I also looked up things like the doorknob moving to see if there was an explanation. I never found one. Anyways, my friend answered my question with a simple, Yeah, I remember that. I was actually going to bring it up because there was a part of it you didn't know, but I wasn't sure if you'd be too scared to hear it. Mother of God. I'd say, yeah, I am. Don't tell me. (laughs) No, you fucking wouldn't. You would be like, tell me immediately. I know, but I would be so scared. I insisted I was fine. She told me that when we'd have a sleepover at her house... She woke up in the middle of the night every time and saw a shadowy woman with deep red eyes and something on her head, either a hat or a large bun hairstyle. (laughs) She never ran to get her parents or screamed, and she still doesn't know why. She says she just put the blanket over her, her head and try and fall back asleep. She said that when I moved away, the lady stopped showing up. When her brother moved out to college, she took over his room in the basement. She uncovered a Ouija board in his closet while clearing out his old things, so she suspects that is what caused the activity. I think she was worried the lady had attached to me and followed me out of the state, but I never had an experience as intense as that one ever again. I sometimes experienced waking up in the middle of the night and being touched or seeing shadows. Not sleep paralysis, because I could still move during these times. But definitely something I chalked up to me being half asleep and possibly still dreaming a little. If you read this the whole way, I hope it was interesting for you. It's one of the wildest experiences I've ever had with the paranormal. P.S. My friend didn't remember talking to someone in the closet, but I distinctly do because of how bizarre she behaved. It seemed like she wasn't all there at the time, so I'm not surprised. That is so creepy. Like, definitely one of the creepiest things I've ever heard. Creepy as fuck. Like, all of the stuff was creepy enough with them and being in the blanket fort and looking up and seeing a shadow move from outside it. Then just the other stuff, like, ugh. Shook. The doorknob thing, too, would, like, I would piss my pants. And then the fact that afterwards, then her friend is like, oh, by the way, I used to see a woman over you at night. Literally a sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, so, that's so sad, but it like literally is. That's, well, yeah. I hate it. 
Whew. That was a good story, though. All these ones have been really good so far. Thank you. I'm glad you like them. And I'm glad everyone uh, shared them with me. Super awesome that they did. Okay, this one is also pretty long. And it is called, I lived in a haunted house for four years and it was hell. <laughs> By Momo52915. I grew up in southern Pennsylvania, not far from Gettysburg. Oh, yay. Pause, you already know there, like, Gettysburg is haunted as hell. The ties to it. Yeah. Already sacred land. There Scary are, land. There are a lot of, there's a lot of Gettysburg content on Reddit. A lot of Gettysburg subs. Oh, love that. Check out paranormal experiences on there. I need to. I grew up in southern Pennsylvania, not far from Gettysburg. When I was eight years old, my parents decided to build a house on vacant property surrounded by fields, and it was beautiful. It's like my dream. I know. I lived with both of my parents and my two older brothers, who were 15 and 17 at the time. Though I grew up in the area, we only stayed in this house for four years. My first night there was not what I expected it to be. I was laying in my bed and just had closed my eyes. Then I hear a voice that sounded like a soft whisper about six inches from my face saying, help, over and over, just repeating the same word until I fell asleep. I tried my best to forget about it because I thought there was no way the house could be haunted. It was brand new. About a month goes by and I'm sitting on my bed doing what I used to love doing most, which was read. I glanced up and looked at my... Sh at my doorway because I saw something out of the corner of my eye. At that moment, I had officially seen a full-body apparition of what appeared to be a soldier from the 1800s, but he didn't see me. Oh my god. And I'm like literally on paragraph two. <laughs> That's <laughs> Wow. Shook already. He was just walking by my room very slowly. I still remember every detail of his appearance 20 years later. He was covered in blood and looked like he had been stabbed or shot. This lasted for about five seconds. Yeah. Okay. Still being creeped out, my curiosity got the best of me, and I walked out of the room and searched all over the house, but found nothing unusual. About a week or two goes by, and I'm in my bed trying to fall asleep yet again, only to be disturbed before I even had the chance to close my eyes by this voice that was very deep and masculine. I couldn't understand a word it was saying because it was speaking in a different language. It sounded annoyed and angry. It happened every night at the exact same time for two weeks before it suddenly stopped. Oh, that is so weird. I literally have the chills. Like, I just got cold. I know. I hate that. I'm, like, looking behind me because we're in my basement. Don't freak me out. <laughs> Jackie and I just stared at each other blankly. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't creep me out, you little bitch. <laughs> you little witch. <laughs> you little witch. <laughs> After that, I had a night terror. I am absolutely terrified of spiders. I had woken up in the middle of the night. I could see what looked like a tarantula crawling on me in my bed. I swear it was there. I definitely saw it. I was panicking. My dad came in the room to check on me, found out everything was okay. Before I could fall asleep, I heard what sounded like two men laughing right next to my bed. At this point, I was getting used to fucked up shit happening. No. <laughs> One summer, I stayed up late every night so I could watch Hannah Montana at midnight. <laughs> One night when the clock struck midnight, I heard my back door downstairs open. Then I would hear a woman say my name as if she was calling for me. I'd hear the door shut, followed by footsteps. Then there would be silence. It happened every night for almost two months. It never failed. Oh my gosh, why does things just constantly reoccur? It didn't even bother me at that point. I knew it wasn't my mother because she worked 12-hour night shifts at the hospital almost every night. There were no other females around. But one night it stopped altogether. I was up at midnight and nobody had called my name. I went to sleep and everything felt peaceful. I woke up to the sound of someone knocking on my bedroom door. I looked at the clock on my cable box. It was 3 a.m. I assumed it was one of my brothers and told them to go away. But then the doorknob started turning, but it wouldn't open because the door was locked. 
I've always slept with my bedroom door open. Always. And I definitely wasn't the one who locked it. And the knocking and doorknob rattling went on for what felt like forever. Then it stopped. A few minutes later, I hear what sounds like scratching at the door. I think to myself, WTF? Is it my cat? But then the knocking, scratching, and turning of the handle started happening at the exact same time. No. Every night? No, like all at once. Knocking, scratching, and the doorknobs turning all at once as they're staring at it. Girl. No way in hell my cat could do all three at once, (laughs) let alone the knocking and turning my doorknob. It would happen for about 30 seconds, then it would stop. It happened at least five times. Sometimes the knocking would be so hard, it sounded like pounding and my whole door was shaking. Whatever was on the other side of that door really wanted to come in. It got so bad it woke my dad up. I was just going to say, I would make someone come sleep in the room with me. He heard all of the commotion, and as soon as he opened his bedroom door, it all stopped instantly. Isn't that so creepy? Like, you can't even call out for help because it'll just stop. Yeah, that is so, like, this is, reminds me of the poltergeist or something. Mm. Literally a scary movie. It does, it it does seem like poltergeist activity. Yeah. Geisty. (laughs) He called out to me, but I was too afraid to say anything. He went back in his room and closed the door. No, I would have been like, okay, get... I'm, one of us is sleeping in each other's rooms because I'm not being alone. But the same scenario repeated itself three times. My dad put me sleep in his room. We never spoke about it ever. What? Oh my god, I would have talked about it like that second. Things seemed to be fine for a while. Then whatever was in my house struck again. My brother had got up to go to the bathroom. He turned the hallway light on, noticed my bedroom door was closed as it was across the hall from the bathroom. He comes out of the bathroom and the hallway light is off and my bedroom door was wide open. He looked inside my room and saw me sleeping. Everyone else in the house was sleeping. He woke my dad and my brother and told them what had (laughs) happened and they searched the house for a possible intruder but found nothing. More months go by and we are all awoken by our smoke detector going off in the middle of the night. This sucks, too, that it's literally they moved. They built the house on the land. Built like the that, house. I, That's probably another reason why you wouldn't even want to leave if it was happening. This sounds like the script for The Conjuring 4. <laughs> we all go downstairs in a panic just to find out that our stove was on. Full blast, big-ass flame on top of the stove in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. WTF. One day it was just my father and I. My mom was at work as usual. My oldest brother was at work, and my older brother was at baseball practice. I'm running downstairs, but I hear what sounded like somebody running upstairs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm downstairs, but I hear what sounded like somebody running upstairs. Forgetting that both of my brothers aren't home, I go up the stairs and see someone run into my brother's bedroom and slam the door. It was loud. I thought for sure it was my brother, and I wanted to go in there and see what he was up to. And why he would be running around like that. (laughs) I opened the door and nobody was there. I watched the door close right in front of me. I felt sick just... I felt sick to my stomach just standing there, realizing the only other person that was home with me was my father who was in the shower. Uh, no. I think I would faint. I would have to leave. Like, I would just have to. But I don't know if outside would be any better. Yeah, I mean, how can you leave? You're a kid. I totally understand when people That's also say true. they freeze because I couldn't even imagine watching that happen in front of your eyes. I'd pee. <laughs> we have a pisser. <laughs> <laughs> we have one who will freeze and one who will piss. Yeah. <laughs> I continue to see weird shit all of the time. One day in the middle of the day, I saw my German shepherd run upstairs full blast as if she was chasing something, but I didn't see what she was chasing. Whatever it was went under the bed, and she was viciously growling at it. I thought it was my cat until I saw him sitting on top of the bed, who appeared to be sleeping until we bursted in. (laughs) He's like, what the hell? One night, my cousin was spending the night. 
we were walking through the living room when she saw the reflection of another person on the glass of our big bookcase. Another time we were in my backyard and she told me she saw someone looking at us through the window of, on a few occasions and it definitely wasn't anyone we knew. My brothers almost never had friends over so that was not a possibility. That's terrifying. I remember one day I was walking down the basement stairs. When I got to the bottom of the stairs, I saw what looked like another apparition. Except the apparition looked exactly like my oldest brother, but it also didn't look human. It was almost white and blue, and his eyes were pure black. When he saw me, his eyes got really big, and he looked terrified and ran away and went into the crawl space. I ran my ass upstairs to find out my brother wasn't even home. I never went back down there after that. A few months later, I was, like, in your basement, Mm -hmm. too. In your basement. I know. Could you imagine if that was me? Imagine seeing a pale version of me with dark as fuck eyes. So myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I just run from you. No. I would be like, we have to leave. We're staying at a friend's house. A few months later, I was with the same brother, and we were in the living room watching George Lopez late at night. I'm into the show, but he muted the TV. He looked at me and said, did you hear that? I told him no, I didn't hear anything. We sat still for a minute, and then I heard it. Together, we both heard footsteps coming up the basement stairs. My brother grabbed a baseball bat, and we went to the basement to investigate, but to no avail. The rest of our family was sleeping upstairs. The next night, my mom was up late at night, sitting at the dining room table doing whatever it is that she was doing. (laughs) Around 3 a.m., the shelf in the dining room wall flew off the wall and put a hole in the wall that was adjacent to it. Oh my god. We looked at the nails in the wall that held up the shelf and they were perfectly straight. We moved out of the house when I was 12. Yeah, please. I still experience paranormal things, but not anything that comes close to what we dealt with in that house. I believe there were a lot of spirits there, and I'd love to know what happened there previously to cause so much activity. We were a regular church-going family, so I'm sure if there was anything demonic there, it just pissed it off even more. What do you think it could have been? Ghosts? Demons? Poltergeists? All of the above? What's your story? All of the above. They seem cool. I know. But all, all these people seem really cool. But all of the above. Like, that is so creepy. I really connected to the story, too, because, like, the person saying that they love to read and they would stay up for Hannah Montana. Like, that was so me. So I was reading this and I just, I feel really sorry for all these people that they had these horrifying experiences. Because it's so hard to move past. I feel like it's something you just think about every all yeah, the time. I would go. I would, every single time I would look at my brother, I would just think of him looking actually demonic or deceased. That was so scary. Okay, last one. Dreams of people with black eyes and weird things happening around my house by JD4798800. And this one is the longest one. So let's just get right into it. We had an assignment for my high school English class to write a narrative of something that happened to us, and one of the prompts was a recurring dream you've had, and so I thought this experience was perfect for the assignment. Although this was written for my class and seems like fiction, this all really happened, and I'm curious if anyone has experienced something similar. It all started the summer of 2012, when my family started getting the unusual creepy dreams. It began with my mom. However, before she even informed the rest of us about them, I could tell something wasn't right. There seemed something different about the house. Something I would have never believed until it happened to me. The rest of my family could sense it too, even my pets. You may be wondering what this is all about, so let me begin my story. As mentioned earlier, I could tell something was different about the house because before my mom confessed about the eerie dreams... The first noticeable occurrence were the frightening noises from my parents' room. At random times during the day and night, what sounded like someone walking from one side of my parents' room to the other was heard. It was like someone was taking a slow, calm pace around the floor. Just thinking about it sounds like something you would hear crazy people talk about on ghost shows. It is true, though. 
Even my mom, who never believed in any of the stuff before the dreams, heard them and was confused. My first reaction was that there was an intruder in the house. After I nervously searched upstairs with the police in my hand, with the phone in my hand, ready to call the police. The police in the palm of my hand. <laughs> I was picturing him with like a tiny police officer in his hand. <laughs> searched upstairs with the phone in my hand, ready to call police. I realized I was alone with just my pets. Relief rushed through my body as I came up with the conclusion that my house was just settling like it normally did. What? Parents always say that. It's just the house settling. (laughs) Even though noises were heard throughout the whole house when it settles, that was the best explanation I could come up with. However, as the walking noises became more frequent and distinct compared to the noises throughout the house when it settled, I began to feel like I was wrong. I always believed in the paranormal, but tried to force myself to think it wasn't happening in my own home. My mom and I would talk about it jokingly, like there was a spirit in the house. This began to stop after we were in the room underneath my parents' room when we heard it again. The clear noise of what sounded like someone taking steps could be heard from one end of the ceiling and would travel step by step to the other end. That was the only noise in the house. No creaks or rocking anywhere else. The next strange sign came from my pets. We were all downstairs watching TV when a commercial came on. My sister has to have the TV muted when there's a commercial break since she despises all the advertisements. Me. Literally you. Oh my god, that is so me. (laughs) I took my glued eyes off the screen and began watching my pets. My cat was laying near the window looking out the kitchen and my German shepherd was laying in front of the couch staring at us. My dog was becoming old and was developing a tumor in her mouth that had grown rapidly. I knew she was in her final days, and I hated the fact that soon enough she wouldn't be with us anymore. I tried to make every moment possible count with her. I watched her oblivious to my, to my surroundings, trying to enjoy every second of it. Pause. Mm-hmm. I love you. You're so cute. And I love your dog. I hope you're healing. Yeah, me too. We know what that's like. Within seconds, I was reminded of the unsettling atmosphere caused by the noises from upstairs. Both my pets, who were looking in different directions, whipped their heads around and focused their attention at my stairs. Their deep stares at the stairs began to make me feel like someone or something was at the end of the staircase watching us. For several seconds, they kept their eyes glued to the stairs. Not once did they blink since they were too focused. Then as quickly as they looked, they turned their heads away at the same time and focused on something else like nothing happened. Oh, that's terrifying. I watched the stairs and saw nothing. Not a sound was heard from that area. How on earth did they notice something? This only made things worse. The last major event that occurred happened while I was away with my mom and dad. We were camping in New York later that summer with another family. My sister dreaded going camping, so she stayed home. You, again. I was going to say, I feel like I relate to your sister a lot. My grandmother stayed at my house and watched her. While we were all enjoying our vacation by the campfire, my mom decided it was the perfect time to call my grandmother and sister to see how things were going. What she found out shocked the both of us. It turns out while my grandmother was sleeping during the previous night, She was woken by a loud crash that came from my parents' room. She slept in my room, which was right next to my parents' room. At first, she thought she was just hearing things, so she closed her eyes and tried to fall back asleep. Within seconds, my sister came in her room asking her what the noise was. My sister's room is the farthest room from my parents' house, so the crash had to be pretty loud if she heard it when she sleeps with the sound machine on. My grandmother knew she wasn't imagining it. She got up and checked my parents' room. She searched along the floor to see if anything fell off the shelves or walls. After looking, she came to realize that nothing had fallen. Everything was in its place. The fact that the loud crash came from my parents' room, where the walking noises came from, made me think that maybe there was something in our home. Once again, all of this occurred before I found out about the strange dreams my mom was having. She decided it was a perfect time to tell me. Oh, no. When we finally got home after our camping trip, my mom informed me that night about her recurring dreams she had. 
She explained to me that when we started to hear the noises, she began to have dreams as soon as she would fall asleep. The dreams would be about a lady in white that would stand at the foot of her bed watching her. She also told me that in each dream, the woman would get closer and closer. No. This definitely confirmed the idea that something else was in our home. Before this, I always believed in ghosts and the paranormal, but I always thought that people on the shows were exaggerating about their paranormal experiences. I always thought that maybe they heard a noise and that their mind began to play tricks on them. This was until I got to experience something very similar. The noises kept going on for days, but seemed to get worse and worse. One day I was in the upstairs bathroom, and I swear I heard the mumbles of people talking. I couldn't make out the words, but I just sat there, thinking it was my dad. Eventually they stopped, and I stepped outside the bathroom and into the hall. Dad? I called. I stood there silently, waiting for his reply. Nothing. Dad? I called out again, only this time I began to breathe heavier and my heart began to beat faster. I slowly crept downstairs, dreading the silence with each step I took. When I finally reached the bottom, I searched all around my house, inside and out, for any signs of my dad. I checked the garage and noticed his car wasn't there. Before jumping to conclusions that something strange was happening, I decided to call my dad and see if he had just left or something. However, when I asked him, he sounded nervous and he had been out of the house for a while. <laughs> he told me he was coming over to check the house to make sure everything was all right. Fear struck me like a punch as I realized I had been alone this whole time. Okay, I replied, but secretly in my head, I kept saying, hurry up. I don't want to be here alone anymore. <laughs> he finally showed up, checked the house, and just like the rest of the time we checked, there was nothing. He assured me I was just hearing things, and left just like that. Once again, I was alone and more frightened than usual. Finally, after a few days, the noises seemed to stop. What happened a little after I made that ob observation shocked me even more. My mom told me that in her dreams, the lady in white came close enough to my mom that my mom shoved her away. After that, she stopped having the dreams. Why is that as soon as she stopped having the dreams, we stopped hearing the noises? There seems to be too many frightening encounters to make this all one big coincidence. Anyway, we all thought that since my mom stopped having the dreams and we stopped hearing the noises, that it was all over. That was until the same thing started happening to me months later. Oh, no, I was scared that was going to happen. These are all like literally movie scripts. Yeah, seriously. The first dream I had... The first dream I had just seemed like a normal nightmare. There was nothing special about it. I was in my driveway with my younger cousin. We were walking down the driveway when I saw a man wearing a black suit with a red tie. He was in the woods and seemed to be gliding closer and closer to us. He had legs, but he wasn't walking. He seemed to glide. As he got closer, I realized how creepy this man really was. He had pale white skin with pure black eyes. As he got closer and closer, he had his eyes glued on me. Within seconds, the man was in my driveway standing in front of us. He looked up at my cousin, scooped her up in his arms, and started to glide back off into the woods. What? This is a dream, but still. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was real for a second. I was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Slenderman. <laughs> I mean, this is terrifying, but still. <laughs> I did everything to get my cousin free. I punched him, pulled at his arms, and tried to make him let go, but nothing worked. I watched helplessly as he glided back into the woods with my cousin and disappeared. Then I was randomly in school, sitting in a desk in my dream. It was a class I've never seen before, and as the teacher talked, I heard these loud, eerie whispers. I looked around, and then, standing outside the window, was the man who took my cousin. He stood there tall with the same suit, pale skin, and the creepy black eyes. No one else seemed to see him. He was staring directly at me, his black eyes glued to mine. I was in shock, just staring back at him. Then, with the blink of an eye, the man was gone and I was in my room. It was nighttime and it was dark outside, and I was in my room. For some reason, I was drawn to my window. I got up and went to look out my window, seeing nothing out of the ordinary. Then I heard the whispers. I knew he was coming and I began to panic. 
I wanted to get as far away from the window as possible. I couldn't, though. It was like I was stuck in cement and was forced to watch out the window. Seconds later, I saw him gliding out of the woods, and soon enough, he was in front of my window, which is on the second floor. <sighs> I closed my eyes, too scared by his face, and when I woke up, I was awake in the safety of my bed. I looked at the time, and it was only 11. I had the dream right after I fell asleep. Oh, no. no. Like, that is so fucking creepy and weird, the fact that you dream that as soon as you fell asleep, because it's like... Then how do you go back to sleep? And, yeah, I'd be shook. And all of that to happen so fast. Shook. I had the dream right after I fell asleep. Just thinking of the dream as a regular nightmare, I went back to bed, no problem. The next day, the noises came back. Just like the first time I heard them, I just thought of them as the house settling, even though they sounded exactly like the previous noises. It was the same sound of someone walking across my parents' room, night after night. I kept having the weird dreams of the people with black eyes and pale skin wearing formal suits. The males were wearing black suits with red ties, and the females would be wearing white dresses with a swirly pattern across the chest. It got to the point where I had so many that I couldn't remember all of them. The weird thing is that all of these dreams would occur right when I fell asleep because I would wake up a few hours after I went to bed. Finally, the dream I had that really made me fear going back to bed was one of the last ones. In my dream, I woke up in, in my bed lifting my head up. Surrounding my bed, lined up around my room, were children that seemed to be just around the age of eight. Just like the rest of the people I dreamed about, these children had the pale skin and the pure black, almost demonic eyes. They were little boys and girls. The boys were wearing black suits with the red tie like always, and the girls were wearing the white dresses with the pattern across the chest. Even though they all had the same straight expression with their mouths closed, I could hear the whispers I heard in the first dream. They stood there staring at me, and I stared directly back. After 10 seconds or so, I felt an extreme pain in my head and the whispers got louder. I closed my eyes, writhing in pain. It was almost as if they were in my head and I was trying to force them out. Within a second, the whispers and the pain stopped immediately. I opened my eyes, fearing I would see something. To my surprise, I was alone again because the children were gone. I felt the urge to go to the bathroom, so I got up, went out into the hallway, when I stepped outside, I looked down my hallway and saw a woman standing at the end of my stairs staring at me. Just like everyone else, she had the pale skin and black eyes along with the white patterned dress. That's when I woke up and looked at my clock. Once again, it was 11. That was it. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Later that day, when my mom got home from work, I told her all about the dreams. After filling her in on the details with the pale skin, black eyes, and the outfits... She told me a chilling detail she never told me before. It turns out that the woman she dreamed about had the same characteristics as the woman I saw standing at the end of my stairs. God, no. The woman she dreamed about had the white skin, same dress with the same pattern, and black eyes. How did I dream the same thing when she never told me about these chilling details? When I asked her why she didn't tell me earlier, she said she didn't want to freak me and my sister out. Of course, after she told me, I was afraid to go to bed in fear that I would see the black-eyed people again. However, I was also interested in what dreaming of people with black eyes meant. This is when I decided to look it up. I hopped on my laptop and typed it in on Google. There were a range of explanations, some saying I look at life like a negative thing, the people were demons, etc. Of course, the demon thing freaked me out, but the one thing that scared me the most was an explanation from the Bible. Basically, according to some part in the Bible, if you dream of people with black eyes, it's God's way of warning a person that great harm is coming. I began freaking out. Eventually, I kept saying to myself that it was nothing to worry about and somehow fell asleep that night. The next day, my family was in the living room. I forgot all about the dreams because we were watching TV. By the time I had the dreams, we had gotten two new dogs since we had to put my other dog down in November. Anyway, I called one of my dogs over to me since he was in the dining room by himself. He began to come towards me until he got to the stairs. 
He completely froze and stopped dead in his tracks when he got to the bottom of the staircase. I kept calling him over and over, and he wouldn't come. I, he had to go all the way around through the kitchen to get to the living room. As to why he wouldn't go near the stairs, I have no clue. The only explanation I could come up with is something having to do with the creepy dreams. It all added up. It sounds crazy, and it still sounds crazy to me. But I can't just sit here and pretend it never happened. Another weird thing is that after a few days of looking up what the dreams all meant with the Bible explanation, great harm did come. It was the Boston bombing. Was it a sign or just a coincidence? After everything I experienced, I truly believe it was a sign. How else could they have played it out in the perfect order? There can't be a scientific explanation. It had to mean something. After a couple weeks during April vacation, I had another dream involving the people. I was up north at a resort forgetting about the dreams. It hadn't been on my mind since the bombings. On the last night I was at the resort, I had the dream. Everyone in the previous dreams were in this one, the kids and the woman. However, in this dream, they all had normal eyes and were happy. They weren't scary, but they were comforting. Aww. In fact, I was so happy I was laughing. Then the thought hit me. Are these people evil? Could they be demons? It was like the woman read my mind because she chuckled and said, Oh, don't worry, we're not demons. It was all just a sign. However, watch out for the shadows. The last thing she said left me even more frightened. When I woke up that morning, my friend even said he heard me laughing in my sleep. No. That was the last I heard of the people with the black eyes. No more noises, no more dreams. It all just stopped. I hope this was the last of them. Maybe it was all in my head. Maybe it wasn't. Either way, I know what I saw, heard, and dreamt, and no one can tell me otherwise. I know that there are people who think people like me are crazy and just hallucinating. I don't blame them. However, if they experience what both my mom and I did, they would know that something like the paranormal definitely exists. There is no scientific reason that can explain what is responsible for what happened. I just hope and pray that it is over with and we don't have to experience it again. That was terrifying. Like, so scary. Her and her mom, well, they and their mom had the same dream. What the fuck? Terrifying. Maybe um, psychics run in the family. Maybe. I'm shook, though. I'm well, not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> That was the last story, guys. Let us know what you thought about doing these tales from Reddit. Jackie's going to have some crazy-ass glitch-in-the-matrix stories coming up. So be ready for that. I'm hype. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Ooh, That's Creepy. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at Ew, That's Creepy Podcast. Or send us an email at ew, that's creepypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.